I'm coming through off the steezy. I'm looking real hot today. Got my Mickey Mouse shirt on, but I'm that still a fun. big fan of Donald Duck. What? <laughs> <laughs> Two words rhymed and one of them was made up, Jodel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I Lord shouldn't have smoked. Okay. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day and that means it is now time to get into the good stuff. This is Tax FM 107.2. You tuned into the sex show. It is episode four. One month down and a lot more to go. Mm-hmm. Woo! So exciting. And so right here on the sex show, I'm Kirsten. This is Jodell and James. And we have to celebrate the fact that it's the fourth episode. But there's also a lot more to celebrate in the month of August. Namely, a very special man on the show's birthday on the 28th. Oh, guys, I'm blushing. My nipples are hard. Um, So actually, uh, this past week, it was 19 days to my 19th birthday. And I decided, you know what? Why don't I have sex with a different person every day, 19 days up to my 19th birthday? Like an advent calendar, you know? Okay. Yeah. Keeping you nice really and like traditional. That. How's that been going for you so far? Um, It's been going okay. You know, there are a couple like gaps in it, but I'll make up for it on my birthday. As oh, you really? should. And listen, we have so much more coming on the sex show. We're going to be talking about good sex in controversial places. And then coming up, we also have naughty thoughts. And then also we're going to be discussing the importance of foreplay. We also have asking for a friend and then hit or miss a later a little bit later on in the show. So make sure you're keeping it locked right here on Tax FM. You're tuned into The Sex Show on Tax FM 107.2. Now, this past weekend, I actually I revisited one of my very, very happy places. You know, it's a place I look at it and I, it brings a smile to me, but I can't smile outwardly because not many people know why it's my happy place. So I was at my friend Josh's house. Josh, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. <laughs> no. But I was at my friend Josh's house this past weekend and... I happened to walk past his uh, his parents' bedroom and it brought me back to a time. Like, you know, one of those Disney show, like, flashbacks where, like, you... Yes. And then, like, takes you back. So I was there and I walked past the bedroom and I was thinking back to a house party he had. You know, I was enjoying myself, enjoying myself. And this guy walks up to me, you know, puts his hand on my thigh. We're enjoying ourselves. And then he's like, look, why don't we take this somewhere else? There are too mm. many eyes here. Mm. Now, this is one of my first times at Josh's house when this happened. So I didn't know the layout of the house. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know which room was what. But we ended up going to his parents' bedroom and, you know, kind of getting down and dirty mm. in his parents' bed. Very comfortable bed, I might add, as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. And um, ha- what? I'm <laughs> so shocked. By James, that. I'm not going to lie. For a second, there, I thought you were going to say that you had sex with his mom. For yeah, like I was just A so... hot minute. So... Well, that's next on the bucket list, but... Oh, vibes, vibes. But now, let me ask you this. You know, you said that you went back to Josh's house this weekend, and... You saw this room. Don't you feel a little bit guilty now that you know that you had sex in what turns out to be his parents' room? Mm, No. Firstly, I've done worse. And secondly, you know, it was good sex. So you can't regret good sex. So basically what I'm hearing is that you can have good sex, but in really controversial places. Well, yeah. I mean, it makes it more fun as well. But surely I'm not the only one. Oh, you're 100% not the only one. Um, We want to also know from you, where are some of the weirdest places you have ever had sex before? WhatsApp us on 061-720-1072. We're going to get into the WhatsApps and then also some of our own personal experiences right after this. You tuned in to Tux FM 107.2. This is a sex show. We're talking about good sex in controversial places. And we asked you to let us know where are some of the weirdest places you have had sex. We're going to get into some WhatsApps that were sent in. Someone here says, 
I did it at a family reunion. With a family member? or That's exactly <laughs> what was going through my mind. I was like, who was it? Was it a cousin? Was it a uncle? They should really specify that. I mean, for the purposes of this show, they should really let us know because now we're thinking the worst of them. We're really assuming the worst here. I'm sorry, but what part of a family event makes you think, yeah, let's get this on? <laughs> like, what part of it like gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling in your heart and your groin where you're like, yeah, let's go to the back room? Like, you're risking firstly being caught, secondly by your family members. Like, you're surrounded by uncles and aunts, your mother and father as well, and you're like, yeah, let me this go get right it off somewhere. Mm. Look, I'm not speaking from experience here, having not experienced such relations that you're speaking of, James, but I feel like some people really just enjoy the risk and they want to push it really close to the line. Like the idea of their parent or auntie walking in on them accidentally. It, it, I think it invigorates them. Somewhat. Some people, Kirsten. Some is, there, people. is there somebody that you're I'm not going to mention names. Mm, mm. Mm. Are, you, are you sure you don't want to mention? I'll a mention friend. a name. Asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, let's go with that. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's get into some VNs. So you know with women, it is very, very easy. I once had sex on a table in front of all of my friends. They had no idea what was happening. But yeah. Ah, okay. No, 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 no. Why with women specifically is it easy? Like, I don't understand the, the logistics of that. Our tools are outside. Women's tools are inside. So it's easier to hide But also things. they have 10 tools that they can use and they don't have any thrust in that needs to be involved. But then, uh, okay, I, being the innocent one here, I don't. maybe I don't want to know, but is there not some noisiness Involved in this No but you can keep quiet though Obviously if you're going to be around people You can't make any I remember my one friend Actually got fingered in front of me But I was like I couldn't see Because she was under the covers And I was just talking to her and her mans And um, then later on she tells me that Oh like um, This was happening while we were busy talking I was like no way Jodel, I think you need better friends. <laughs> well actually It's not that uncommon to do it in a public place I Okay I have but the story I'm going to tell isn't from my perspective. Mm. Last year during matric exams, I was sitting there. I was writing English. I finished early because I'm pretty sure I failed the paper. I put my head down and I turn my head to the side. And I see the guy next to me. He looks around the class to see if anybody's watching. Then he slips his hand in his no. pants and begins, you know, wanking himself no. off in the middle of an exam. What? In the middle of an exam. And afterwards, after, when the exam was done, he walked out with a smile on his face. He was so confident nobody saw him. I saw him. Some people deserve less, hey? Some people really deserve less. Not okay. less, nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Absolutely nothing. But I think that just about wraps it up for good sex in controversial places, as we've said. Maybe it's that risk factor that gets people off, or maybe it's just that people are horny and can't help themselves. But anyway, we're going to be getting into a lot more on the show. Naughty thoughts come in right up. You're tuned into the sex show right here on Tax FM 107.2. It is, of course, hump day. And so what better way to spend your hump day than hang out with us for an hour chatting about all things sex. And, you know, here on the sex show to have a bit of a balanced approach, you know, not only are we going to get into some of your naughty stuff, but we also try to be educational and we also try to be really real about all things relationship wise, because we are certainly struggling with it, which I'm sure means that you are are struggling with it too. It's it's really rough out there. But speaking of all things naughty, here is your little tidbit of education for the evening. Our naughty thought for today is something that I discovered. Uh, it was on my scrolls on Instagram, I think, and I did fact check it. But if we're talking about the human body, according to our bodily proportions as human beings, our nipples 
are actually in line with our earlobes. Like do it right now. Draw a line from your earlobes, just the edge of them, all the way down. That should be around about where the edge of your oh nipple starts. Everybody in, studio, <laughs> everybody in the studio is busy touching their nipples right now. Yeah, in case you're wondering, if you need a mental picture of us, that's what we're doing. You know, I'm not going to lie. Every time I walk past somebody or I'm talking to somebody, more specifically when I talk to somebody, I'm literally going to look at their earlobes and I'm going to draw a line. And I'm be like, whoa, Jodal. it's in line with your nipples. I'm pretty sure that's objectifying. Please don't go around campus staring at people's nipples and earlobes, especially not because the sex show told you to. We did not tell you to do that, yeah. please. The sex show told you is not a valid excuse. Although, although, James, I have to say, Jodal, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, where you're talking to a guy and he's literally just talking to your boobs the whole time. You know, you want to say like, listen, buddy, my eyes are up here. I'm also guilty there. of that sometimes because sometimes um, <laughs> people would be wearing tops and their nipples would be like sticking out. And like, you're just like, oh, it's sometimes the it's cold. Exactly. And then your nipples get hard. And also I like a bit of a nipple show. I guess so, but that not even in a sexual way. I mean, the other day I was out, you know, I was at a club and a guy just came up and started talking to me just to my boobs the whole time. Maybe you should tell them next time, you know, to just look at your earlobes. That's what I'm going to tell them. Wait. Oh, wow. I am part of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, if you're wondering. You and I both ghosted. No, Jodel. All three of us have the same size boobs right now. Oh, my goodness. James, you have nothing. So what are you trying to say? Yeah, we're all the same. We all have flat chests. Come on Anyway, listen, we're going to move on from this. But this was your naughty thought for this evening. Coming up, we're going to be chatting about the importance of foreplay. I think it's going to be a very, very important conversation to have. So you don't want to miss out on it. It's coming up right after this. Tax FM 107.2, you're tuned into the sex show right now. And we're going to go into a bit of a gray area discussion for me. You know how we love our gray areas here on the sex show. And now something that I have become more and more curious about, being someone who is not sexually active and has never been, the concept of foreplay really evades me a lot of the time, if I confess, because judging from what a lot of my friends who are sexually active have said, some of them say that they really like it. Some of them say they find it awkward, maybe even unnecessary. And so I've had reason to do a lot of research about this, but I'm quite aware of the fact that what science says and what the actual experience in reality is don't always match up. So I want to put it forward to my uh, really useful panel over here, Jodel Foreplay. Like, where um, are you on this? I think foreplay is the most important thing, especially for females, because um, a lot of the time females won't be able to orgasm just through penetrative sex. So you want to... Um, I think that foreplay is so, so, so important because I'm just thinking that, you know, we can orgasm via our clitoris or we can orgasm through penetration. But um, I have experienced so many times where I would get with someone and then they would just rush into the whole process where the guy just wants to just stick it in and re he climaxes and then when it's done I'm like left like oh I haven't finished and then the whole experience just doesn't become as pleasurable and as nice as I would want it to be so yeah foreplay is so important okay that's really interesting so as I said I've got a little bit of research that I'm going to be sharing with you in a bit and we're gonna also be getting James's perspective as a guy you know where does foreplay fit into that whole story so do stick around don't go anywhere 
It's The Sex Show on TaxFM 107.2. We're chatting now about the importance of foreplay. And now Jodelle has shared a little bit of her experience of why you say that it's really important for you. And you brought up a really interesting thing, Jodelle, that I've found in my research about foreplay specifically, you know, of this tension between males and females when it comes to foreplay, specifically because women actually require that stimulation of the almost multiple sexual structures that exist within the female pleasure system. So such as the clitoris needs to be looked into, the vaginal canal needs to be looked into. There's all sorts of other erogenous zones that according to my research, I want to say almost need to be turned on. Like literally there's an emotional element that comes with that in, you know, the sort of kissling, kiss, kissling, kissling, that's not a word, kissing, cuddling, caressing before you actually get into the sex act itself. So that's a very interesting thing. Jadel, I want to ask you, yeah. you know, being this <laughs> experienced woman here, uh, another thing that I've found a lot that they've said here is that women have sex with their minds a lot as well as with their bodies. So this idea of you really have to really like someone if you're going to reach that level of climax with them? Oh, 100%. Oh, I didn't even think about it that way. But also, I just want to say that on everything that you just said now, I think that also the reason why women aren't probably prioritized in the bedroom, especially when if they're having sex with a guy, is because of what we've learned through other people, but also mostly I would say through porn. And if you look at porn, you would see that um, women aren't prioritized. Like usually men are the ones who are gaining all the pleasure they prioritize more in the bedroom so i just feel like that narrative also needs to change more well i mean even in lesbian porn you know like it's it's a lot about like the male gaze and like they're doing it performatively like you can see they're not getting any pleasure about it like it's all just for like men who watch that porn but also you're talking about sex with your minds i can promise you right now men do not have sex with their minds it is tv static going on there's nothing <laughs> going on behind those eyes i can tell you right now also that's why like i feel like foreplay isn't as important for men a guy can get off to an oddly shaped tree trunk again no very sex that. with the minds okay that's very interesting and i you know we can get into a whole philosophical debate about the differences between the male psyche and the female one but actually a very interesting point to note on what james has said statistically speaking women orgasm more frequently when they have sex with other women than they do with men so i i can't remember the exact numbers right now but basically you know women who have have heterosexual sex they orgasm way less frequently. We're talking about maybe a 50% success rate here. Whereas, you know, lesbian sex, women having sex with women, it would probably be much higher. You're talking about maybe a seven to eight to nine times out of 10. And I wonder if maybe that's related to what Jodel was saying about how women are not prioritized. But then when you're having this intimate experience with another woman who also has her own genitalia and knows a bit more about the ins and outs of that, <laughs> no pun intended, no, <laughs> then that, that would be better. I also think so, because I think as a female, you know your body. You know what the clitoris is, first of all. Um, and you also know how to um, climax. And I just feel like once you found the spot, you're able to please another woman in that way. So my biggest thing also is just also that as a female or just as a person in general, you just need to get to know your body. Oh, I like it when I do this, when I touch myself here, and when I do this to my body, it makes me feel some type of way and it turns me on. You'd be able to better communicate that with your partner and communication is everything. If you're in the room and your partner's doing something that you don't necessarily enjoy or like, 
or if you're performing and pretending as if you do like it, which is another big issue because if you don't say, no, this is not it, then it's never going to change. So try to figure out your body on your own. And in that way, when you get into the room, you'll be able to tell your partner, oh, no, I like it when you do that. Move your fingers here. And that will make your experience much better as a whole. That's interesting. So what I'm hearing is that foreplay is closely linked to your experience of yourself, but also that emotional part, particularly for women. But you know what? We're going to continue this in just a little bit. Of course, you can always come into the conversation on our WhatsApp line. It's 061-720-1072. We'll be back in a bit. These are your naughty nights on Tax FM 107.2. This is, of course, the sex show. And right now we're having the discussion on the importance of foreplay. It's just for men, it's very easy to get off. There's no need for foreplay. Personally, I feel like it does. It heats it up a bit. It makes it a lot more enjoyable. But a lot of men aren't looking for that. They're looking for a quick bump and then boom, they're done. They're finished. They don't need much more. But also you mentioned how women having sex with women, they'll orgasm a lot more frequently than when women have sex with men. I feel like that's a part of um, the fact that women uh, are built to last a lot longer in the bedroom than men are because firstly a male orgasm is used for um you know it's 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 sperm it's used to impregnate the woman whereas a woman's orgasm it isn't necessarily for um you know impregnation it doesn't have any primal instinct or there isn't any primal reason for it so it, if i could put it into perspective it's like men are running a sprint whereas women are mar- running a marathon even primarily Female animals, they're built for long periods of time, like hunting over time. It's why female lions, the lionesses, they're built to hunt. They're built to, you know, stalk their prey, go after it. Whereas men, the male animals, they're built for strong, short bursts of energy. So, yeah, it's like that, that, that like primal difference, you know? Mm. Jodel, doesn't that make you feel so strong? It, doesn't that make you feel so fearless? It does. But then also, I'm just like... No guy should use this as an excuse to... Oh, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Don't use this as an excuse, please. Absolutely. I think that the goal of sex should be that all parties involved experience pleasure. And you know what? Orgasm, especially when it comes to the female, is a very intricate thing. And so, you know, you may not always orgasm all the time. Even with men, you may not always orgasm all the time. That is valid. However, the goal should always be your partner's uh, enjoyment and pleasure in the experience. And so when a woman is involved, foreplay needs to be actively pursued there, I think. 100%. We have so much more conversations coming up. In a bit, we're going to be asking, we're going to be having asking for a friend rather. So make sure you tune in for that. It's not me. Da, 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 da. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's Wednesday. It's Naughty Night at Tux FM 107.2. I, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's Wednesday, it's Naughty Night at Tux FM You tuned into the sex show And it is now time for Asking for a Friend Where during the week you send in your questions And we bring these questions forward We unpack it, we discuss it And you send it in completely anonymous And we have a question today Okay. Now today's question is Does role play ensure better sex? Now this is a nice um, like follow in kind of question Yeah, from, from our discussion, discussion on foreplay mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's interesting. James, you want to get this one first? I would love to get this one first, honestly. Um, <laughs> look, for me, like, obviously, it's not a necessity to do for, I mean, role play, rather. But honestly, personally, from my own experience, it does make it a lot more enjoyable. Because role play kind of makes it not all about finishing and just about the sex. It kind of makes it a bit lighthearted, but it also makes it enjoyable. There's some, like, fun aspect to it. It's not all just, like, you know, horny rampaging. 
it's like there's something to it. There's a storyline. There's, you know, a cast, mm-hmm. actors, director. It's fun. This is something I, like, when I was first, like, getting into, like, being sexually active, I genuinely wish I had explored this more because I was very, like, ashamed and, like, scared to explore in this way because I didn't want my partner to think that I'm some weirdo who wants to do some weird things. But like you said, it is an enjoyable thing to do. I find this very interesting because, again, not having had a sexual experience myself, but to me, I sometimes struggle with the concept of playing a role. I mean, I literally study drama and the whole idea is that you are faking or performing. So the concept of role play as a mechanism of foreplay is a bit strange to me, but I feel like if I met someone and we thought this would spice things up, then I would go for it if that was going to please my partner doing some role play things. 100%. But we want to know what your thoughts are on role play and let us know your thoughts on 061-720-1072. Naughty Nights on Tux FM. It is the sex show right here. You're joined by myself. My name is Kirsten by Jodell and James. We're hanging out with you from now all the way until 11 p.m. talking things, all things sex, all things relationship. And we've had a question asking for a friend here this evening. Does role play ensure better sex. Now, as you know, we've spoken about foreplay, but now we want to know from you specifically roleplay. Where do you stand on it? Let's get into some voice notes. Um, I don't think so. I like sometimes roleplay can kind of freak me out. I'm not going to lie. Like, why would you want Darth Vader banging you? Like, that's really odd. Well, yeah, no, I think it's a very important part to the, I feel like a lot of the sex is actually Everything but the penetration, definitely the role play, getting the mood set, and just making sure everyone's at a place where they're comfortable and ready for the engagement. I don't think it does necessarily. And I say that because you can be really good at role play and still be bad at sex. Um, it does because um, it just makes everything better, you know, everything smoother, more enjoyable. I don't necessarily think so because I just think having good chemistry um, is all that matters. Um, you know, if you want to prioritize your shorty, then I think you go for it. But uh, I'm more of an efficiency type guy in and out situation. So. We got some very interesting responses there. I feel like we got both sides of a coin. But honestly, if you aren't into role play, that's okay. You know, it's okay to just have sex with your partner. You don't have to add a little bit of spice. If you're vanilla, that's okay. That's perfectly fine. Some of us like some extra flavor. If you like plain white bread, that's okay as well. But, you know, some people also do enjoy role play or... Maybe they're a bit too shy to ask for role play. You know, they want to get into it or maybe they don't even know that they want to get into it. So here on The Sex Show, we have a very important, very special moment for you. Coming up, we're going to be giving you a little bit of a demonstration as to what role play looks like, sounds like, everything involved. So make sure that you got your popcorn ready because in a bit, Joe Dell and I are going to be showing you just what role play sounds like right here on TaxFM 107.2. You tune into the sex show right here on Tax FM 107.2. And we've been speaking about role play and how you can broach this topic if it is something that you would want to experience with your partner. And we did promise you a little bit of a practical class. So sit back, relax. I hope that you got your popcorn as James told you to because we've got a little scene for you. So here we go. Scene opens. A candlelit bedroom. Rose petals cover the bed. Two empty wine glasses rest on the bedstand. Jodell lies in bed in anticipation. Enter James, who walks in very confidently. How's my favorite patient? Are you ready for your <clears throat> checkup? Uh, James, what are you doing? 
Jodel, just go with it. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, puts on a sexy patient voice. Why, yes, doctor. Are you experiencing any pain anywhere? Yes, actually, right down here. James walks over to the bed and stretches out his hand. Do you mean right here? Oh, yes, that's a spot. James says with a concerned look on his face. Let me check your pulse. Your heart rate seems really high. Oh, yes, I can feel a distinct throbbing. I think I'm going to have to get a bit closer, but let me just put on my safety gear. Can't do a checkup without my glove. Safety first. Jodel says with a hint of curiosity. Uh, doctor, is that your stethoscope or are you just happy to see me? Feel around and find out. Oh, James! Hush, Jodel! And scene. It's hump day, and what better way to spend your hump day than with us, XFM 107.2. We are currently in the topic of conversation, hit or miss. Either hit us with that opinion or miss us with that opinion. The, the question, the opinion we're on today is body count matters. I've actually got a WhatsApp response coming through here. This person is saying, personally, I don't have an issue with body count, but what I often find is that there's double standards. For example, I would be open with someone about my body count, but then they don't want to tell me theirs. I think that's very unfair. We need to be open. If we're going to say it matters, then it definitely matters for everyone. Mm, I agree with that opinion very much. Um, As for me, I think that body count does not matter. So um, miss me with that. I think for me... Body count matters. It's very much a personal choice for me. This is not like on anybody else's opinion. I'm a lefty liberal, so I have to say that. But if somebody was going to date me now, I would say, yes, body count. I want to know. And it needs to be an open conversation with us, seeing as I'm not going to be interested in upping my body count anytime soon. I think it would be hypocritical for me to say that it matters. So for me, body count doesn't matter. Miss me with that opinion. And that just brings us to the end of the sex show for this evening. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We always want to hear from you. So hit us up on our socials. That is at TuxFM1072. Or you can also WhatsApp in at any time in the week on 061-720-1072. So.